All right, and good morning, and welcome back to this week's edition of Black Consumer News Headlines. If you don't know it already, we are less than 11 months before the 2022 midterm elections, and it seems this week the agenda of President Joe Biden and Vice President um, Kamala Harris has hit a sag, or snag I should say, coming out of the state and the federal Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday. So, if we were to give the Biden and Harris administration a grade for their first year in office, we're going to be talking about what that would be. Good morning. Average. Again, and welcome. I'm Angel Bird, um, your host here at Black Consumer News. And then we've got our our, our wonderful um, co-host, Wesley Brown. Wesley, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. We've got our special guest in the audience, Ev, Ev audience, in the studio, <laughs> Evelyn James. Good morning. Studio audience. Studio oh, audience. That's oh, right. All right. No, she's here in real time. <laughs> in real time. How are you doing, Evelyn? I'm good. You? I'm doing wonderfully well. Thank Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we've got a good show in store for you. Some headlines uh, from uh, talking about the MLK Commission, uh, voting registration, the Harris and Biden administration. Uh, also, there's a coin out there honoring Maya Angelou and some other great women that are, uh, we're going to be talking about as well. So we are eager to get started. Again, welcome and thank you for tuning in. And as always, uh, Wes here on Black Consumer News, we want our listeners to be a part of our our conversation. So if you have a question or a comment, they can give us a call right here at 501-433-0088. Here at KABF, the voice of the people. I'm I'm a people. Are you a people? I think I am. Are you a people, Evelyn? Definitely. People. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely a people. I love it already. So let's, let's look at uh, what the Biden-Harris administration has accomplished, and we can kind of analyze it as, as we go. Um, after only a few months in office, they they passed the $2.2 trillion American Rescue Plan that provided us a stimulus check, mm-hmm. a $300 a month, a month child tax credit. Uh, they extended the Paycheck Protection Program, all of which have, have ended abruptly, I might say. Um, but um, there's a lot of money that has been changing hands and, and, and out there that the legislation also provided, which was nearly, Wesley, $1.6 billion in COVID assistance to the state of Arkansas, yeah, as well is. as $76 million for Pulaski County, $37.1 million for the city of Little Rock. So my question to you, uh, and Evelyn, you're our guest, and you can chime in on any of our conversation whenever you get ready, just jump right on and feel at home, I should say. Uh, but but uh, the question is, Wes, is where did all those funds go? Are well, they still out there? Well, you have two, too. You had two that you had the CARES Act, mm-hmm. uh, which is the original uh, COVID 19 uh, legislation, 2.2 trillion. Arkansas got uh, 1.2 billion out of that directly to the state of Arkansas that filtered through several state agencies. Uh, the American Rescue Plan, which was uh, uh, the, the CARES Act, of course, was under Donald Trump. The American Rescue Plan was Biden. under Biden. Mm-hmm. Same amount, two point mm-hmm. two trillion. Arkansas got one point two, one point six billion. Uh, some of that money is still out there. Uh, uh, they're trying to. The state of Arkansas now uh, is trying to move some of that money into the regular budget. Uh, the federal law, of course, states that it has to be COVID related. 
uh, but we uh, uh, some of that money is still out there. The legislature is still deciding on some of, some of those funds. Even and I think the, the governor spent what? How much was it? Ten million dollars on the test kits as well. Ten million on the test kits. I think they they have still remaining about three hundred million. Also, uh, as you stated, every county got some money. Every city in the in the in the state of Arkansas got a municipality got some money. I'm wondering, you know, the the, the city of Little Rock said they that uh, used some of that funds for programs and things. Uh, but you know, the the question I have is, some of those monies didn't get directly down, didn't trickle down to the to the level of the people. Uh, just like the Paycheck Protection Program when it first came out. It was supposed to help anybody, anybody that had a business that were, uh, but but of course, black businesses under the CARES Act didn't really participate in that. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of rumors and uh, myths were out there about, uh, but any business that that had a legitimate business that uh, uh, was registered with the state or 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 was impacted by COVID had access to that funds, but we. Uh, the federal government didn't really do a good job of getting that money to us. So. And, and, and what about the infrastructure money as well? <clears throat> yeah, that, that bill was passed in November 15th of this year. Mm-hmm. Just recently. Uh, that's $1.2 billion. Uh, Arkansas is supposed to get money for uh, building roads, building bridges. You're already seeing some of that, that construction in Little Rock and across the state. That money will go to build bridges, highways. That, that construction mm-hmm. was going to happen before the CARES Act. That construction was something that I had adamantly opposed, vehemently opposed, because mm. what it has done is, number one, created a, a disgusting divide when you drive down Interstate 630 with that wall. Mm-hmm. And the, the history behind the wall is the white neighborhoods on this side wanted the wall and the black neighborhood, University Park, yeah. wanted to keep the tree line. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it is a visual representation of the separation of this city. Mm-hmm. And they intended, they always intended to curve around because they want to, and and I quote, make sure the traffic can get in and out of this city for work mm-hmm. expeditiously. So they, they didn't need the CARES Act money for that. They intended to do that. And they've encroached on the East End, which now is the East Village. And... Um, it is to capacitate the flight that happens, but there's no money that comes back in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the mm-hmm. the uh, the the infrastructure bill that the one that was passed in November is the CARES Act money is uh, obviously uh, you had highway money from the last administration, and this bill is new money that will come in in 2022. Uh, it will supplement, like you like you said, some of those those constructions that are already. Uh, the well, I six thirty, what they call the I six thirty divide, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that has has that basically, as she said, came straight down the black community and 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 ripped apart our communities. I mean that that's a history we can go back to for years and years. The eminent domain and and urban renewal have projects have always targeted our communities and 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 uh, lowered the property values of our communities. This uh, uh, the construction of I thirty crossing downtown Little Rock mm-hmm. is simply to bring suburban Cabot mm-hmm. Bryant mm-hmm. traffic into Little Rock uh, and and but uh, but those tax dollars as she said are flowing uh, are going back to those communities after they leave 
uh, and they come to work in Little Rock and then they go back to those what we call white flight suburban communities. Yeah, and, and I think it's very interesting because when we're talking about American Rescue Plan dollars, when we're when we're talking about the uh, other CARES Act money, and then we've got, like you said, already had things in place uh, as far as monetarily is concerned with dollars for really the same types of projects that have already been going on. And then now we're trying to figure out where those dollars are going. How do we keep up with it all? Oh, well, it's a lot of money. I mean, uh, the, the, the CARES oh, Act. who's keeping up with it? The CARES Act, you know, I, I tell people. Do we people, get a running list of what's happening here? <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I, I tell people. Is it a I, website? Yeah, well, you know, I, I actually read the 2,400-page CARES Act bill. Oh, I know. And I, and, and I the, 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 the ARP is just as long. The American Rescue Plan, the infrastructure bill, is is eighteen hundred pages. So, and it has some very specific details in there that people, uh, and as we do, you know, on Black Consumer News, we write about those stories. We tell there's absolutely a, there's a ninety three million dollars of water infrastructure that that the EPA just announced that are coming into Arkansas. Those monies under the bill are supposed to be directed at black communities, minority communities. And that was what I was, really, what I, what gets me is they spent $87.5 million for 2.5 miles of Interstate 630 mm-hmm. when if you you literally drive and get off um what is that? Mm-hmm. Mills, Dixon Road exit, it looks like a completely different environment from there till you get to about New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about those roads? Mm-hmm. What, what about those people in those communities that are still having to access everything on two-lane highways and, and travel at 55 miles per hour? Mm-hmm. It is absolutely insane to me that there is no direct way to get to from Little Rock to New Orleans or to even get, not even in Little Rock, to get from, from um, Dallas, not Dallas, from Shreveport, to Houston. Yeah. These are things that are, are, are that are impact our communities. We live in those rural areas where mm. there's no and so what happens is you don't have access, people aren't able to travel, it's not you know, it's not of ease and it, it's just Yeah, and you know, the, the the infrastructure bill was was intended to you know, if you look at the infrastructure, that, that bridge, the bridge that fell down in, 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 in Memphis, the bridge mm-hmm. in Little all those bridges, we don't understand infrastructure ages it's yeah. 50 it's 50 years old uh i remember when i was growing up i 30 was being built and and uh uh so some of those monies are intended 500 billion is supposed to upgrade highways but i guarantee you who's going to decide that well and i was and who say gets that. The, who gets paid is what you should ask well, who's, yeah, the the yeah. who's the gatekeeper who's the gatekeeper to make sure those dollars yeah, well, are, are even coming to well the black you, community. you you went to the the one of those uh, uh out at the airport you went that because that that is worth some of that infrastructure money you went to and there are going to be billions of dollars coming from contracts bidding construction companies every kind of contract that's out there there's going to be money and 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 how and, do our contractors and, but here's the thing arkansas and the federal government don't they have a recommendation that a 15 percent go to to black or minority business and then but there's no mandate mm. what that means is that generally in arkansas there's no data out there that tells how many businesses got that money. Uh, plus, generally, we don't get that 15%. Uh, 
So, uh, uh, because and whoever is getting the 15% doesn't do a good job because they're forever repairing holes and filling in potholes on the interstate. So, what they're doing it with, it might not be the best material. <laughs> well, so other things um, that I wanted to, uh, that we wanted to discuss this morning here uh, on Black Consumer News, um, as we talk about the Biden administration, this past week, um, the Biden administration um, was exposed during the MLK Day celebration across the nation when two Democratic senators, Joe Manchin uh, of West Virginia and Kristen Sima of Arizona, uh, voted against supporting major voter rights legislation. Mm -hmm. So, so where are we, you know, as far as Democrat, Republicans, Republican House, Democratic House, you know, Democratic president, you know, Democrats voting against Democrats. Where are we with this? And, 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 and how does it affect um, the American people? Um, and then again, when we're talking about going into a voting year, mm -hmm. right, and, and, and voter suppression, um, and, and still looking at the grade of the administration, kind of how does all this um, work itself in? Um, well, that federal bill, which is called the John Lewis Act, mm -hmm. uh, was, uh, it, it failed. Uh, uh, it failed on, on two fronts. They they tried to pass a filibuster, which have which have made allowed you to come in and vote on a straight line vote mm -hmm. uh, instead of what's called a, a majority vote, sixty votes to surpass the filibuster to get the legislation to where they can debate it, and then to have a straight line votes. Uh, what happened was that the two two Democrats, uh, as you, you mentioned, uh, <laughs> Joe Manchin, and, and I, I call them conservatives, voted against it. And basically they're saying they support voting rights. But how can you support it and you don't, don't allow the filibuster? That, it goes back to the history of Martin Luther King. It was the filibuster that, brought, that kept Jim Crow laws in place. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and now they're saying they don't want to remove the filibuster. Uh, I, I would say this is that. So let's do this for our listening audience that don't understand all of this. Let's one talk about the bill, mm -hmm. and then two, let's talk about what the filibuster is. So people that are listening in, going fill a who? Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that they understand that. Right. Well, the law is the federal law. There's yes. federal law mm -hmm. uh, that that basically I mean, for, for this particular bill, yeah the John John Lewis Act, yes, the federal uh -huh. law would mm -hmm. have made it e made it easier and removed all the obstacles in every state that Arkansas passed 25 bills in legislatures uh, that made it harder for me to vote, made it harder for black folk to vote, gonna make it harder for you to, to, to file a vote in the 2020 election. That federal law would have smoothed everything out. It would have streamlined everything out where it would have made all federal voting laws uh, in Arkansas and Louisiana in Georgia the same. Right now we have, if I go, mm -hmm. if I move to Louisiana, it's different. If I go to Arkansas, it's different. Uh, Arkansas is one of the most difficult. We're going to have some problems in our 2022 election. You ain't going to be, you probably ain't going to be able to vote in the same place you voted last time. And, and, and not realize it till you get there. <laughs> and so there are going to be some issues that are coming up in 22 that are going to, and basically they're putting these in our communities, making it more difficult for us black folk to vote. Uh, that law would have, if that bill would have passed in Congress, uh, then we would have a federal law where uh, laws across the United States are uniform. Uh, the filibuster is just a block, a way to block anything that the Biden administration tries to pass. You have to get a, over the 50 minute. At, right now, Congress is split 50-50. 
uh, uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president, is the uh, deciding vote. So nothing's going to get done. That basically means that nothing in Congress is going to get done unless and that's why I don't give Joe Biden an average grade mm-hmm. because he came into a a mosh pit, <laughs> and we really <laughs> elected him solely to save us from what we were in. Mm-hmm. So anything that he does is above what I expected him to do, mm-hmm. and so I think we're too hard on him because he walked into literal. The country had not been run correctly in four years. Mm-hmm. We got to give him some grace because mm-hmm. this is yeah, it's beyond. We can't wait on things to be. Uh, that's part of what I think is wrong in our community. We're so instant in microwave now. We want everything to happen now. And we have to understand mm-hmm. that things take a process. And we also have to understand what our role in some of this is. Yeah, because our role in not and putting just pressure voting. on your on Tom Cotton, putting pressure on both. It goes well, don't we that. have this argument all the time. I mean no, I, see, I, I, do, I, do, I do I do I do agree on what is our role. But I'm just saying we, we, we continue to go down the same road every voting year. We're right. looking we're looking for what people are gonna do for the black community. And so what is our role? How I, do I we would, how, how do we come to she, the radio station? How do we Go ahead. My my thing is we we focus so much on on getting people registered to vote and not getting them to go to the poll. That's one thing. But the biggest thing is we will not do the census. Mm-hmm. which allows us to miss out on funds in our neighborhoods. We it gerrymanders where we are. That's how they were able to change the voting maps in Arkansas because we won't do it because great big mama said, oh, the police going to come get you. We don't want these people in our business. You're a citizen. Mm-hmm. That's your duty. That is your civic duty to tell where well, you are well, because like, the money doesn't come to your neighborhood. And I understand that completely. And it's like being comfortable in your own skin. So today in 2022, we're still not comfortable in the country that we live in. Why aren't people comfortable enough to trust doing doing the census, I think is more of the question. Not whether they're doing it, it's because there is a mistrust there, because there is an abundance there. So obviously, I can understand that it was just a very small percentage, mm-hmm. but I, I think those are some things that we need to really take a very strong look at. Because we don't trust the government. Who? Wait a minute. We don't trust the government who has to decide whether we have the right to vote and just decided to do that in 1965. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's reticence. We don't, we don't trust. And the people that we're supposed to trust don't intend for us to trust them because they're showing us right now mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter that I was elected to the position by voters. I don't care what voters need. We're not going to have a Voting Rights Act, even though they're the reason I'm sitting in this chair. And you and you brought up the point that two Democrats uh, <laughs> uh, blocked the entire legislation. And, and she's right. I think Biden had to, he the American people gave him the presidency to make those changes. And now you have two people, they two people in countries that are blocking it. They not only block this, they block the, the child, tell, child mm-hmm. tax credit that is supposed to, that I know my, I've got members of my family that are were receiving that in, in December. Depending on it, depending on it. And they're not going to receive it in, in, in January. Uh, the Build Back Better plan, they block that also. Yep. Uh, they, they, they are blocking black judges that he wants to nominate. Uh, so, yeah, you've got two that are supposed to be on his side, that's supposed to be helping him, that are actually blocking. It. And, and I think it's a bad 
Uh, so is Biden the, the first president that did anything for black people? No, they did Obama the same way. Yo, the, yeah, the okay. block. That's why when people say, well, Obama didn't do anything for us, how could he when the Congress was never going to support anything that Nothing. came out of his mouth? And this Congress, and I'm going to say it, they're illegitimate in my mind because half of them should have been arrested on January the 6th. And they <laughs> still should not be sitting there. All of those sympathizers, the people that help those people, they still shouldn't have an office. And the fact that they do, that's why we don't trust the government. Angel, that's why we don't trust the government. We literally watched people go attack our country like terrorists, and they are walking free, and they are still representing the people. That's that's not okay. Well, and it, it just seems to be a, a, a lot of um, confusion. And um, one thing that I wrote over here in my little notes is, and we talk about a, a lot of this here on, on Black Consumer News, is education. People don't understand the political arena, and people don't understand what the census can really do. People don't yeah. understand uh, our, our rights to vote or the idea of those rights being taken away. And as where well. did you learn that? Because I'm a school teacher. So where did you learn that? Um, you had learned it in civics class, and in Arkansas, we took it from took a year. Right we mm -hmm. took it from a year to half a year, and we teach it to the kids that are the wildest, mm -hmm. most hormonal, up and down age of ninth graders. Mm -hmm. They don't retain that information anyway. It's intentional. I, civics shouldn't be taught to the twelfth grade when you're about to start going to vote. No. And Ev <laughs> Evelyn's a teacher, everyone. <laughs> She's a science teacher of middle schoolers. Ooh, yeah. So, and, and you know, in, in and for me, it's you know I tell people I, I'm I'm enshrouded in it. You know, at, at state capital covering, uh, uh, being involved in it, uh, covering the legislative process, and and sometimes you know it, it, we wait way too late mm -hmm. when the bill is already passed, or the bill is in committee, or the bill is is on the floor, House floor, or, or and and part of that is one we should at our community. Our churches used to be a part of that educational process of, of making us a, 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 a aware, but our lawmakers don't let us know. They they, they should be telling us, hey, this y'all need to come up here. They about to fast this bill. Prime example for the people right there here in 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 Little Rock. Mm -hmm. So the reason why your children are going to school in the middle of a raging pandemic is because the governor and the legislature decided last year that virtual learning where the teacher and the students are getting together in real time on a computer does not count mm -hmm. as a school day. And so you can only have 10 AMI days, and that includes you on a computer. So when you run out of snow days, for lack of a better word, no more instruction is going to happen because... The teachers aren't technically being paid, and the days have to be made up, and it could be fixed, and your kids would not be going out every day into an environment to make them sick, where they've already said Omicron is impacting children more than it is adults, because the, the legislature passed a rule that your governor cannot de declare COVID in a state of emergency <laughs> without their approval anymore, mm -hmm. and he won't do it. Wow, lots of things going mm -hmm. on. <laughs> lots of things going on in the world. I, I, I do want to talk uh, briefly when we talk about the, you know, this past week with the MLK uh, Day um, celebration, um, talk about the celebration, uh, the, the breakfast that was held here at the governor's uh at the governor's mansion, and and there and it was without uh, controversy as well. Uh, let's see, uh, former uh, Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee was the keynote speaker, or, or gave a keynote 
speech uh, Monday at the um, annual Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Interfaith uh, Prayer Breakfast, and there was some 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 backlash about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you have a comment or a question about this, uh, please feel free to give us a call here at 501-433-0088. Again, the number is 501-433-0088. Any of you want to? Any one of you want to? Well, I, I just think you know. Uh, uh, I think that event should have been a, a bipartisan event, meaning that it shouldn't have got into the political realm. Uh, obviously, uh, Governor Huckabee is a former governor of Arkansas, but more importantly, his his daughter uh, is the the, the presumptive Republican candidate for uh, the 2022 election. She doesn't have a primary uh, uh, somebody in the primary that is is going to. Uh, contester uh, Attorney General Leslie Rutgers has already dropped out of the race, and and the other thing that happened, and we reported on at Black Consumer News, she has raised a record thirteen million dollars, mm-hmm. and and basically when the when the governor's race runs around in in two thousand and by 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 this time uh, in August, all you're going to see every time you get on the internet, every time you get on the radio, every time you get on 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 the TV. You're going to be shrouded with ads, pop-up ads on your internet, on your on your phone. From uh, she's got 13 million. That's double any other governor's race in the state of Arkansas. Any race. So, uh, so are we suggesting that uh, the former governor um, Huckabee uh, was invited um, to make sure that um, his daughter? Uh, <laughs> well, it just it just it just gives her a. a, a, a Added bonus and advantage. Advantage. Here's here's the thing about uh, uh, about that race. She uh, is, is she doesn't have a candidate. Anybody running against her in the Democratic primary? Mm-hmm. The Democratic candidate, which is Chris John, the uh, candidate to be the first black governor of Arkansas, he has only raised one point three million. She's raised ten times more than than he has. Uh, the advantage, of course, is hers. You've got every state office in the state of Arkansas, every congressional office in the state, is held by a Republican. The state legislature is a supermajority. What other advantage does she need? The Martin Luther King Commission should have stayed out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the thing is, they're no longer independent. Most people don't know that the Martin state. Luther King most, most people don't agency. know this, that it's a state agency now. Mm-hmm. It's Specifically, under, the mm, Department of Education. They, that's it. That's it. And so I had to be very careful with what's going to come <laughs> out of my mouth right now. <laughs> However, for me, as a, as a child of, of parents of the civil rights movement, I was insulted. I was insulted because you are telling me that the legacy of this man doesn't mean anything more to you than a political ploy. Mm-hmm. I was uh, more insulted because I expect them to act like them. I was more insulted and disappointed in those of us who were sitting in there. Mm-hmm. Because some of y'all might be getting your pockets <laughs> lined. I don't know. But then you'll get out here and you're over African-American organizations where you're supposed to be having an impact in the community, but you're sitting in there for that. And so I, I think... I understand the position that the director was put in, and I don't blame him. I blame the people who put him in that position. Mm-hmm. They are wrong for making well, him and be I'm uncomfortable. Gl- and I'm glad you made that point because he is a state employee yeah. <laughs> yeah. after all. Let's yeah, he has, to, yeah. he has to protect his job. Well, and that's the position that we're putting in a lot of times because of what we call power. But I think we operate, and, I, and I'm beginning to see that we're operating in cognitive dissonance 
across the country or not just this but politics Sarah Sanders worked for Trump why would you want her to be the governor of Arkansas I mean and she lied for him Mm -hmm. on, on the record Mm-hmm. So this is the person you're saying her morality and her values, and it's amazing to me how they can suspend, you know, reality to keep functioning. I, I just I don't I don't get it. I just want to take a moment just to kind of read a statement that um, uh, former um, Arkansas Governor Huckabee uh, made in in his speech, and just get your input and in what you think about this. Um, um, and I'll read it. Um, This is him quoting uh, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, We don't have a skin problem. We've got a sin problem, said Huckabee. A Baptist minister. Said the former Baptist preacher. Yeah, a Baptist (laughs) minister and political commentator. The root sin is pride and racism to to the degree which is really, which really exists is the symptom, not the disease. It is not the cause, it is the effect. Okay? Um, so so we don't have a we don't have a skin problem. We got a sin problem. Well the, the I can't get rid of my skin though. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well I'll just go back to some of the things he said in the past and, and the and the point of I kinda uh, I want I want to kind of dissect this 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 um, statement that he made as well because we had um, um, uh, some commentary a person mentioned how they felt about you know what he said when he said we've got a skin problem and um, uh, we've got we don't have a skin problem we've got a sin problem and um, it was said that uh, it, it reminded them of uh, the, the 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 Willie Lynch mm-hmm. um, letter so to speak because it's, it's as if that he's opposing a position of um, um, giving the giving you know his own definition of the issue with that impacts um, me that impacts right so if he <laughs> so if he, because because you know I, and I said it on Facebook the other day and it was a question I, I, nobody's responding very well if you are oppressed how can you unify with an oppressor who sees themselves as your savior? Mm-hmm. I, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. He really thinks he's saying some like genial, like Christian spiritual thing about, oh, let me help the poor black people. It's not your skin. Really, we're just sinful. What? Mm-hmm. And, and the sin, of course, I mean, being a Baptist deacon allows you that forgiveness without right. dealing with the issue. Which they always expect from us. Mm-hmm. They expect forgiveness for everything that they've done. Because if we ever stood up in the rage that we deserve to have Ooh. and we worked in it Ooh. and we operated in it, we could tear this country up. But we don't do that. Because we're peaceful people that want to be left alone and treated equally. Let us live our life in peace. And I think we're, I mean, I think we have demonstrated that for many, many years. And when you talk about racism, is it, it where was re- racism really created? Was racism, you know, because he's saying it's not a skin problem, okay? But, but then you say that, you know, the racism, that pride in racism is the root of the quote unquote well, how can you have pride in something that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. So I'll give him his answer. He needs to go back to around 1619, 1621, John Punch, and figure it out from there. He can start there. I mean, I can give him a lesson. 
mm-hmm. on, on how we got here and why. Oh, it's easier to enslave the black because we can pick them out in a crowd. This is how these people are thinking. That's literally how they thought about this. So it's it's definitely the skin. And I also think <laughs> is is the word sin used because it's a connotation toward your religious mm-hmm. doctrine. Mm-hmm. And so when you use that word, and I guess that's where the Willie, the Willie Lynch kind of um, um, mm-hmm. uh, measure came in, um, is because you're using the word sin. You know, then people that, you know, especially uh, people of color, black folks, you know, we are definitely spiritual beings and we haven't come this far <laughs> without. Well, well you know, if you look at the audience that was at that inter- interfaith mm-hmm. breakfast, prayer breakfast. Mm-hmm. So so and he's a, a former Baptist, Southern Baptist preacher, a Southern Baptist, of course, who didn't uh, 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 for, for uh, until 10 years ago. Uh, apologize for slavery, the Southern Baptist that he comes out of, uh, uses his uh, uh, Baptist background to bring, uh, that's that's where they get their support. That's where, that's where mm-hmm. uh, Sarah's going to get her support from conservative blacks. Right. They're going to go to them through, usually through religious channels. So uh, he's just speaking to his audience. He exactly. was speaking to his audience. That's and then who. it's not the cause, it is the effect, mm. So, which I com- completely agree, agree with. But we want to know who started the cause mm-hmm. and who does it affect. The last time I checked, the cause was lost. Mm-hmm. It was lost, right? Isn't that what it was? Mm-hmm. It was lost. I think, again, for me, it's the cognitive dissonance that they exist in that just boggles my mind. Mm. You all have literally wrecked this country in race relations over a five-year treasonous act that you lost. Mm-hmm. I can't even... Yeah, I, I, and, and, <laughs> and, and to for me, just to... to 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 try to give Huckabee uh, 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 any kind of thought is is you know I'm from Hope so I know the Huckabee family I know uh, I've, I've grown up and so for me I know how glib I covered Huckabee at the, when he, I was at the state capitol when he was there and his glib manner uh, and the way he he says things is is I don't think it should be taken seriously I don't either <laughs> but I think as a whole the Martin Luther King Commission had a duty, especially if they're falling under education, to continue to do the things that they're doing. They do great and work. And that has to be taken seriously. And, mm-hmm. if it, and if it comes to another situation like this, where you feel like you're forced to do something to pacify a certain group of people, let, let the people know. We'll help you out on the outside. We'll, we, that's, that's where you use the community to outcry, to let's mm. say, hey, you know what? That's just not right. And it's don't have nothing to do with this man doing his job. Mm. But y'all like y'all are really literally sitting up here using the legacy of Martin Luther King to help a Trumplican get elected. I, I really <laughs> Okay, well we're gonna rest on that. And speaking of legacy, uh, we've got a coin that is going to uh, the United States of uh, America coin, uh, um, uh, uh, actually a quarter um, that the mint facility has produced um, uh, honoring uh, women, um, 
in history, iconic women uh, from a diverse background. But the first coin that uh, is going to be produced is the Maya Angelou coin. And uh, I'm really excited uh, about this coin. I don't know if we've ever had a coin with um, um, a, a, a black woman on it. Uh, have we, Wesley? Have we had a coin well, with a black woman? Well, we were uh, Sojourner Truth. Yeah, so, Sojourner yeah, Truth yeah. was supposed well, to. Uh, but that, of course, Donald Trump that, knocked uh -huh. that down. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, so yeah, we we we've been on on uh, uh, stamps, coins, stamps, and, coins and stamps. Sure. But uh, this this uh, it will be the legacy of uh, Maya Angelou. But there are uh, other coins in the future that are coming in this uh, series of uh, from the U.S. No, I don't think there's been another. The only other woman coin I can think of right off the top of my head is seconds of wheel. Mm -hmm. The Lewis and Clark uh the two dollar coin. Right. I used to collect coins and stamps. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I was the only woman I yeah. believe. Yeah, so okay. this is yeah, this is a, So this is really big news, great mm -hmm. news. And 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 they're gonna be um making these coins from from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty five. And of course my Angelo is known for uh famously known for many things, but especially I know why the cage birds Sing. And she's um, from Arkansas. And she's mm -hmm. from Stamps, down, Arkansas. Down, down, from, down my set side of town. State. And she also um, uh, recited her poem on the on the pulse of oh, the morning. morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, uh, for the inauguration of uh, President uh, Bill um, Clinton, which she was very um, famous for in, in, back in 1992. Seems light what years. Poet mm -hmm. Light years away. So they're going to be releasing five coins per year. And so again, with my Angelo, again, being in Arkansan, uh, we definitely want to say that uh, we're And I'm, in, proud I'm of in support, but I'm still waiting on my $20, $20 big head uh, sojourner so I go. can smack them down on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to work on that one. You have to make, make, sure, make sure that that, that, actually, that actually happens. And then one other thing I wanted to mention and talk about is the Tuskegee Airman Charles McGee. He died. Uh, uh, he was 100 two years mm -hmm. old and um, he did a lot of wonderful things uh, of course he he fought in um, several wars and uh, he was a pilot uh, one of the first black pilots and uh, I think he has a very interesting story you can go and check out the story on black consumer news it's a very it's a wonderful article uh, uh, that gives a lot of information about uh, mr. McGee but I also want uh, to mention that we also had a Tuskegee Airmen uh, trainer here, Milton Crenshaw, from right in the um, uh, Dunbar communities and a couple other communities around the city. I think South End, I think mm, he had yeah. a, a place over on 12th Street. Yeah, but uh, I actually was in a Bible, um, Bible study there's class. There's one more from Pine Bluff. His name mm -hmm. was Woodrow Crockett. Yeah, so we, Arkansas had about six of mm -hmm. them. So, uh, yeah, we have a look quite a big life. Mr. Crenshaw was a great man. He was fun. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was fun. <laughs> I think he was more fun in his in his uh, later years. Little maybe, black car. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in his his young younger years for sure. Um, and I think this will be a great um, segue to our guest, Miss um, um, Evelyn James. Uh, thank you so much, Evelyn, again for being here with us. And and if you didn't hear, Evelyn is uh, an educator uh, as well as engaged. Educators, yes. she knows those stuff. She does, and and um, let's let's talk a little about uh, about you, Evelyn, uh, as a science teacher, which is uh, a definitely anomaly, right? Uh -huh. uh, and then um, <laughs> and then let's also uh, talk about uh, 
you know, your, your history, uh, really your family history as well, uh, is very historic. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, the uh, Little Rock uh, Black-owned business um, platform that you have as well, which is huge and growing enormously. I can remember when that platform maybe had 50 followers and you're up to um, 40,000 followers right now. So we want to talk about that with you as well. Sure. So let's let the people know who Evelyn James is. Who is Evelyn? Well, <laughs> Evelyn is the daughter of Roy and Charlotte James. Um, that's very important because the two of them bring the history together. Uh, my dad is from, they're both from East Arkansas. My dad is, comes from a, a line of sharecroppers, mm. basically. But my great-grandmother, who apparently could spell anything, insisted that all five of her children get a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. And so they did. And then two of her children, the twins, um, ended up going to college. Uh, my uncle got his PhD in biology. The other one is a biology teacher. He was an educator. And with that, that spirit of education came from there. And then on my mother's side, my grandmother taught school for 50 years. She came to Little Rock um, to finish high school at Dunbar in 1931. No, not Dunbar connection. Um, wow. Because there was no school in, in Newport for black kids. And so she finished. She became a school teacher. She went back to Philander and got her master's in math. And she went to, she was one of the first African-Americans to receive a graduate education degree from the University of Arkansas in vocational education. Her, She was actually there when the six pioneers were there. And so growing, I, I remember one time distinctly, this little man comes to the house, you know, they're talking about it, and I, I, you know, never, like, made a relation until I was mm-hmm. at Mr. Mercer's funeral, and he walks up to me, and I was like, I know this man. He said, oh, you're Gladys's dog, granddaughter. I said, yeah, but why do I know you? He said, oh, that was my friend. I said, who are you? It was George Haley. Mm-hmm. You know, original yes. And so it's just, you know, you grow up like this. So my grandmother gave birth to my mother, who's a taught school in Little Rock for 35 years. And, wow. and my uncle taught math for 28 years. And so either it's a faulty gene or it's a ministry. I haven't figured out <laughs> well, what it we is. Need STEM. We, need, we need that STEM and so in our community. These two people met each other. And they brought this legacy. My dad's family has a spirit of entrepreneurship. Uh, so back in Crittenden County, they owned a store. And the store was open when I was little. And then they moved here. When they moved here, they opened Uncle T's. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that spirit. And then I go to Bethel. It's still Church. open. Yeah, it's still open. Mm-hmm. Uncle T was my great uncle. He's married to my great uncle, Lily. And that spirit of entrepreneurship so i'm getting it from home my dad owned his own business he was an insurance broker mm-hmm. then i go to bethel amy church lifelong member been there all my life so i the spirit of night street is you know it's there and my dad used to tell stories about when he worked at the pool hall and the stuff <laughs> that he did you know so I'm, you grow up in this mm-hmm. and it's, it's like and in your you. mind mm-hmm. it's like it's a legacy you have this you know what is it so I started this little t-shirt business really helped my daughter pay for her college stuff and so we're it had to be with the summer of 2016 and I'm sitting you know okay and then now my kids are activists mm-hmm. I have raised some baby activists it, I love it mm-hmm. Alton Sterling had been killed mm-hmm. was trying to sell CDs in Baton Rouge mm-hmm. so we're in the car headed to Philadelphia because it's the 200th anniversary of the AME church right I'm mm-hmm. driving so my kids, all I hear was, burr, 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 burr. Mama, 
I'm like, what are y'all doing? What's wrong? We're in Nashville. I remember exactly where we were. They just killed another black man. What are you talking about? Philando Castile had been murdered that day. Yeah, in Minneapolis. By the time we got to Columbus, my daughter said, Mama, they stopped general conference and they're marching down the streets of Philadelphia. I was like, what? What is going on? So, you know, Columbus, the history of Columbus is interesting. It's tied to Arkansas. When they got rid of all of the black people and it was in 1859 and they made all the free blacks leave, most of them went to Ohio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they came back. So by the time we get to Philadelphia, I was enraged. I think that would be the correct word. And so I believe that you're supposed to, you can be angry, but how can you make it work for you? Yeah. So I'm sitting you? in this meeting, supposed to be listening to the meeting, y'all, really I was. And I'm like, and it was my mother's birthday. And I said, well, what can I do? So I said, oh, I got a little business. I said, oh, I'll make a little Facebook page for my friends that all have their little black-owned business. I said, because that's what the other people do. They all shop with each other. And literally get on there and make this Facebook page. And it went from nothing to two weeks later, it's thousands of people in here, and my phone is about to blow up. Mm-hmm. And so I say that to say that I understand. See, I've been listening to y'all's whole conversation and everything I keep hearing is money is power. And that's that's what we have to be able to access. Is economics. That the economics. power, black economics. So how can we improve a community in Little Rock? Stop going to give your money to everybody. I know sometimes we slow. I know sometimes we might cost a little bit more. But you're supporting somebody's direct household when you do that, you know, and that is what's impactful. That's the spirit of, of Ninth Street. They never had to leave. They mm-hmm. circulated their dollar that eight dollar times before they left. The, it even left the community. And that's why they wanted to destroy it. You know, we even had to move our church because of the mm-hmm. so-called freeway that never the came only through. And the first black community here in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, and we had the same thing happen in Palm Bluff. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the same same thing going on all, all over the country. All, all of America. Uh, and. You know, I love I, I love Henry Louis Gates. I encourage everybody to watch him on PBS, anything that he does, because mm-hmm. you'll learn so much. You were asking how this race thing started. Watch Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. I'll just tell you, 1919, the movie The Birth of a Nation, it oh, was yeah. absolutely the worst thing that ever happened to us as a people. But I think for me, I grew up as a grandmother, and, and on both sides, education is important. So it's not... It's not what do you feel like you're going to do it. Okay, when are you going to do it? You know, my children, that's my proudest accomplishment, mm-hmm. are fourth-generation college-educated African-American children from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a family trait. Yeah. That, that's something that's similar to And to so my, you, how, mm-hmm. you said earlier, how do we start fixing it? We've got to support the education system. We have got to support teachers. We have got to... We don't make, we're not perfect, but those college teachers just go off, smooth off, because what your kids say, because kids are like rugs. Sometimes they will lie. I'm just being honest. Sure. And even if the, the teacher did do something wrong, is it malicious or is it a mistake? Because there's a difference. It's called communication. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, Civil I, communication. And I think, so part of the Little Rock Bob's thing is, um, it's not about us making money. How do we educate it? I mean, that's our motto, learn and earn. How we learn from each other? I have no problem with hustling. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you got to start somewhere. But 
how can you learn to develop this into a legitimate business? So you could have applied for a PPP loan. Yeah, that, you know, information. So, yeah, the information is there. We've got a wealth of people in there that can get you anything that you need done in order to build your business. But you have to ask. You know, you have to talk. Don't just post mm. and then leave. No, no, no. I, and I find that quite interesting. And I'm glad that you said that because Bob's um, does exactly that. So if you're looking for a black business, if you've got a question uh, about really anything, especially businesses where mm -hmm. you need to go to find something uh, black owned, you can go to the Facebook page and people actually respond because you have people from all over doing everything yeah yeah mm -hmm. from all over the you know the country that is is doing and then we try to focus mostly and mm -hmm. keep it down to people in arkansas because we do have so many smaller communities you know mm -hmm. little rock is the kind of the hub for everybody okay so it's mainly arkansas and that's intentional because okay, we don't good. want our dollars in california we want mm -hmm. our dollars right here in our community so they'll stop doing stuff like changing the name of the east end to east village that just mm -hmm. blows my mind mm -hmm. you know things like that how how do you keep big mama's house in order mm -hmm. what do we need to do to, you know so we we focus not just on the business aspect but the community development as issues so we actually have a little program in place we just need to get it funded to give mini grants to people for various things for their business i mean that's that's what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be helping people support build their business supporting mm -hmm. each other and you know it, hey we we need to stop with the stig stigmatizing each other and we need to start shedding some of the things that we've learned from the oppressor and so one of those things for me is like, we're going to stop saying black on black crime because you don't say white on white crime mm -hmm. right we're going to well, stop we're saying say black on black business right like, let's say black on black wealth you know yeah. black mm -hmm. and that wealth building is not just um one of one of my church members he's a real estate agent it's real estate mm -hmm. We have to start buying stuff, even if you got to buy it together. Y'all might have to fight and knuckle it out, but you need, we need to start working together to, to take our community back. And speaking know. of real estate, so if somebody's looking for um, um, a black real estate agent, um, they can come on to Bob's and put that information in. They there can come on Bob's or they can just call me because my sisters, Alexandria and Natalie, are both real mm -hmm. estate <laughs> They're both real estate Either agents. Way. Well, I'm Either. just saying, just, just a black business in, and, in general. I mean, and it's more than just business. It's services. So That's it's random. Yeah. It, it, like random stuff that goes wrong in your house. If you need a locksmith, you go find one. All you have to do is go in there, put in the one word. And now, I mean, I've learned so much about the skills and talents that people have right here. It's amazing to me some of the things that people do, what they can produce. I mean, you just, it, it's mind boggling. So, actually. do you have some sort of rating system like after a person gets the service? Because I've, I've, I've gone on there and, and asked for different types of services as well. And then, and then um, you're just like, either the person's on Facebook or they give that person's name and phone number. Do you get any feedback on how the service has been? Is there a rating system or do you go that far with well, it? Well, so my 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 web guru Freddie is probably very tired of me right now because we're we've been developing a website for a while for some of that purpose. But I want people, and I think it's the school teacher in me, to be learn to be patient with each other. And so there's no rating system intentionally, and it's not allowed because 
we don't want you to bash each other. We don't really want you to. You don't want that negative component. Yeah, we don't. We don't want you to be in the habits of of doing that because everybody can grow. For instance, I ordered a backpack from a black owned company. I get on her website and tell her, girl, if you don't stop using these cheap zippers, mine broke. I just sent her a nice email and I said, hey, you know, I really like my bag, but, you know, sometimes we need to really work on the quality of the zippers that we use, blah, 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 and how can we handle, you know, using our bag. Diplomatic. So I didn't tear her down. I didn't do it publicly because, you know, we 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 already got enough going on as as we. (laughs) Right, right. We we have enough. That's it. I like that. And so it's a, and, and I think. Anika, Dr. Whitfield, she said it best to me years ago. She said, it's a safe space for us. Mm-hmm. And for it to be a safe space, some stuff, y'all handle that with each yeah. other. Now, we've mediated yeah. a few things, like, behind the scenes. But as far as, no, nah, not on Facebook. Because y'all mm-hmm. like to hear sharing stuff. And do I, no, nah, don't do that. Yeah, you, so you, you, you mentioned the, uh, the whole wealth building aspect of uh, 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 what, what, plans do you have? I mean, you, you talked about the real estate end, but uh, anything on the stock end? And so at the, at the beginning of this, we envisioned the village. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe an old school building where people could buy, rent a space for their office. They could have their market in there. They could mm-hmm. kind of do everything in one space. Mm-hmm. Where's their auditorium? If you need to perform, you got a kitchen that can be rented and mm-hmm. used for people that need to cater. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. That kind of thing, and so we could begin buying back the block. We're actually a part of the buy back the block movement. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where the real estate part comes in, and then the stock and the finance information. It's not just about stocks; it's stocks, it's bonds, yeah. it's yeah. interest. I mean, even down to what kind of checking account do you pay? Mm-hmm. What does your business checking account do for your business? So it's those types of conversations. And so that's why we have this really cool team because everyone does not do all this. Mm -hmm. So everybody that the Lord sent to me, because I prayed about it, he gave me the vision. Mm -hmm. And literally, it was a little voice. And he just says, hey, why don't you just start a little group and work with your own self? And so we have a webmaster. You know, we have somebody that does data. We have, there's a lawyer in there. So you plug people in where they need Mm -hmm. Because, oh. You know, I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell y'all day about that. <laughs> but and I and I, I understand that people who say they're accountants study being an accountant. If you're a financier, that's what you do. That's mm-hmm. what you love. I, I like people that love what they do. One of our one of our admins is an English major. She's technical writing. She will probably fix your post if you need her to and help you write anything. If you she'll write anything for you. So it, it's that kind of. It's very organic. Mm, kind of like I me. love that. It's very that. organic. It's, you know, it's very wholesome. And I, I think, again, because some of these people. And people are, feel welcome. Yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't have 40,000 members and, some of them and people 40, don't you know, feel welcome. Former students. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like proud of you. You know, that's me. I'm still encouraging you. You've grown and got kids. And yeah, this is great. Okay. You, just, you know, so it's that type of environment I want us to, to thrive in. I think we thrive when we support each other. And you have you have a way of saying what needs to be said when something needs to be fixed. I mean, that's in the Bible. You got some way to reprove people without tearing them down and destroying them. Absolutely. So if someone wants to go and find the Facebook page, how would they do that? They would just go to Facebook.com and then forward slash L-R-B-O-B-S. 
Say that again. L-R-B-O-B-S. L-R-B-O-B-S on Facebook. Uh-huh. And if they want to contact you, how could they do that? Uh, my, my number is 501-725-0262. All righty. So if they, if they want to get in contact with you, have any Yes, questions? because we have three groups. Okay. So we have the main group. Okay. We have a marketplace where you can sell your dogs and whatever else that stuff you want to sell. Okay, great. The other group is for business owners, and okay. that's where you can get in the deep, more intimate discussion, the okay. support, and the help. So we're out there, and then the community development organization has their own. And okay, so, and so what about the marketplace? How do people get into the marketplace? They just go in there, and they join, and they can post whatever. Is it on the same B.O.B., the, L, the Little Rock? Yeah, it's a whole separate page, but it's in the actual Facebook marketplace arena oh, okay great so they so, just yeah. go there mm-hmm. and it'll it'll um kick them over on and the if they're side. serious legitimate business owners they can get in the for for owners only group oh wonderful yeah. i'm sure they have questions and criteria they'll have to meet once they push the button yes and that admin handles all that oh wonderful <laughs> hey listen evelyn thank you so much for coming on no thank you it has been yeah, thank a you. pleasure we, we appreciate you you're all a lot of wealth of information wealth of information I'm right? excited. And, it, and it, it starts with with yourself and, and and you definitely started and again we appreciate you being here we also appreciate our listeners for joining us make sure you make a blackconsumernews.com your daily read and also sign up for our newsletter yeah, the um, Monday the, morning brew the Monday Get morning brew yeah absolutely so again thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back here next Friday from 11am until noon until then peace and blessings to all <laughs>